How many of you have been blessed so far on our series? Ecclesia, build your church. Hallelujah. How many of you have been, how many of you have been part of building your church? Don't raise your hands, please. Okay, raise your hands. If you know you've been part of building your church. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo. Three keys to church growth. Three keys to church growth. I want to welcome all of you who are watching online as well. Thank you for being here tonight. I hope you're actually there. I hope you are not uh, making some pancakes right now or some uh, gizdo do do do. What, 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 which one? What do people like eating in the evening? What's your favorite dinner? Cereal, okay. <laughs> I hope you're not making cereal. You're about to pour that milk. I see you. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you for joining and watching wherever you are around the world. Three keys to church growth. Luke 14, 16 to 24. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke 14 and verse 16. The first key, number one key, is anakazu. Anakazu. I'll give you the spelling. A N A. So, Anna. G K. Kazu, completely. Let me hear you. A Z O, Anakazu. Hallelujah. Anakazu. That is the first key to building the church. Anakazu is gotten from a Greek word, but the translation means compel. Turn to your neighbor and say compel. Hallelujah. Compel, compel. Today I'm teaching from the book titled Church Growth. It is possible by Bishop Doug Herward Mills. Amen. Aren't you glad that I'm I'm not just blowing, um, just, just coming up with new things from wherever. I'm actually teaching things that work. Bishop Doug is currently in Congo with um, I mean, he's a pastor, but he's also an evangelist. Um, currently in Congo, holding a crusade right now. Thousands and thousands of people. <laughs> Premium crusader. Hallelujah. Amen. So these things are tested. He's, a, he's, a, he's built a strong church in, in the country of Ghana. And um, so I... How many of you would love for your teacher to teach you from a textbook and not just from what they think in the morning? Just wake up. Whatever I just feel, I just, I just felt like I should just teach you. How many of you know that your, even your professors, they use textbooks? Yeah. Even PhD, they use textbooks. Yeah. You find in charismatic circles, mo- most times why we go, we err is because we have no textbooks to use. People have not written down the secrets to what they do. And so people are trying to reinvent a wheel that people have already mastered. And that's why it's important to write. Writing is so important that 
when Jesus left the earth, he ensured that there was something, documentation. That's why we have the Bible. Just imagine that there was Christian faith without no without Bible. Uh-huh. Error. Error. Just imagine the flavors of Christianity you have. Even with the Bible, there's few flavors of Christianity. <laughs> and it's clearly written up. But people still have their own interpretation. So just imagine what would have happened if people had not written down these things. So as we, as we are in the series titled Ecclesia, Church Growth, we must understand that people have gone ahead of us. There are men and women of God that have built mega churches around the world. And thank God for Bishop Dagawood Mills who has taken the time to document various things. Hallelujah. So, let's look at Luke chapter 14, verse 16 to 24. We read, Then he said to him, A certain man gave us a great supper and invited many. Verse 17, you read, Tell them, come, 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 come. Turn to everyone and say, come. Come, for all things are now ready. Verse 18, I read, but they all, with one accord, can you imagine that? Began to make excuses. It's like a choir, a choir of excuse makers. With one accord. That means they were on one key, singing the same melody of excuse. I've never seen an orchestra. An orchestra is in one accord. They have a script. Everybody, but they are all in one accord. Same thing. There are some people that have mastered excuses. And there's a spirit of excuse on the world today. Because people will have excuse for any time you invite them to church. They will have excuses. It's not today. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's not, it didn't start today. Excuses didn't start today. No, 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 no. It didn't start today. No. But they all with one accord began to make excuses. The first said to him, now watch the legitimate things. I have bought a piece of land. I'm a real estate investor. I don't have time for church. I'm a real estate, real estate. And I must go and see it. I ask to have me excused. Real estate. 19. Nothing is new under the sun, guys. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I am going to test them. I ask you to have me excused. What does that one sound like? A car dealer. <laughs> I have bought, what? Five new oxen. New, new, uh, uh, what? Which one? Tesla, Tesla. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have five new... T- I need to go and test it. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Verse 20. Read for me. Ooh. Hey. Hey. 
I have married a wife. The Lord has given me a bride. Hey. <laughs> oh, I have married a man. I, I'm married now. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bride. Pastor, don't you know that I need to take my time? Eh? <laughs> Even the Bible said that a man who marries should not go to war for one year. Eh? That's in the Bible. So how do you grab, you know the Bible is very, it's a beautiful book. Because you can argue for both sides. However, what, how, how do you, how do you then discern? It's the spirit that gives the word life. So in every season you must ask yourself what God is saying to you. That's why the Holy Spirit broods on the word. So in this season, even honeymoon is an excuse. <laughs> am, I, am I preaching my own doctrine here? I'm preaching good. Thank you. Thank you. One person thinks I'm preaching good here. Amen. Two, two. All right. I, I think I'm preaching good. It's okay. <laughs> Still, another one said, I have what married a wife and therefore I cannot come. <laughs> excuses, excuses everywhere, everywhere. 21. <laughs> In 21, verse 21. Woo. So, so that servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house, be, being angry, said to his servant, Jintor, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in here the what? The poor and the maimed and the lame and the blind where he said go out quickly now i i can stay on this one verse and preach a whole series watch this then the master of the house said the house being angry why was he angry How, you know you're serious about church growth when people don't come and you're angry but you didn't, you didn't get that if you had a birthday party and you invited 50 people and one showed up, will you be happy? So when it comes to church growth, you know you are actually fully invested when your invites don't come and something inside of you is not happy. If nothing inside of you changes, or if you don't feel anger for people not showing up when, when, when you have invited them to, them to church, you're not invested. You're just doing, you're doing lip service, lip, lip service. You can as well stop doing it because there's no reward. Well, when it becomes personal, the Bible says, he said, he said, being angry. Being what? Angry. Holy anger. Oh, yes. Holy anger. Where if something is not working in the church, you, you're not happy. You see systems, you see processes that are not working. Something rises inside of you to want to fix it. Holy, what? Anger. Anger is very important for a human being. Without anger, you cannot protect the things that are valuable to you. Oh, yeah. Being angry. They said, go out quickly into the streets and the lanes like we've been going out and and bring them, bring everybody. Verse 22. 
And the servant said, Master, it is done as you commanded. And still there is room. And what? Still there is room. Thank God for a record breaking. Listen, the past, I was, tell, I was telling the, the, the leaders yesterday, the past two Sundays, we broke our attendance record two Sundays ago. This Sunday, we broke our attendance record again. We had a total of 150 people here this last Sunday. Hallelujah. But guess what? There's still room. Hey, today's your birthday. Come here. How can I forget that? Come. The chief compeller himself. How can I? (laughs) 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 Mishaya, help me on the keys. Let's sing happy birthday for him, please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's our custom. We sing happy birthday for those members of the church when their birthday falls on uh, on a service day hallelujah Ooh. now in one accord we'll not give excuses but we'll sing happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear uh-huh Happy birthday to you. May the good Lord. May the good Lord bless. Cha cha cha. Cha cha. Happy birthday to you. Alright. Stretch put your hands towards him. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for a faithful servant in your house. Thank you for your hand upon his life. In every area of his life, Lord, I ask that you continue to strengthen, give him wisdom, favor in the name of Jesus. Let this year be the best yet. In the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for every prophetic word over his life begins to be fulfilled right now. In the name of Jesus. Give him peace in all his ways. Give him peace. Peace in all his ways. For your word says you keep in perfect peace. He whose mind is stayed on you. Lord, as he focuses on you and your work, give him peace in all his ways. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. We love you. We love you. You are an, emb- you are an embodiment of Anakazo, the compelling power. Thank you for all you do. God bless you. Hallelujah. 2020. Say 2022. Verse 22. <laughs> We're only going forward, not backward. And the servant said, Master, it is done as you commanded. And still there is room. 23. Thank you, Mishai. Then the master said to the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in. That my house <laughs> may be fulfilled. Glory to God. So number one key is what? 
compel. You, you have, as we, as we continue on this series, you have to understand that the church will not grow until you compel people. Let me read to you what Bishop Dag has written about Anakazo. Anakazo simply means to compel. It also means to necessitate, to drive, and to constrain, I love this, by all means, such as force, persuasion, and treaties as well, and treaties. Sometimes we need to go back to the Greek in order to understand the original meanings of some biblical words. You see, the New Testament was translated from the Greek language and the Old Testament from the Hebrew language. Anakazo is the Greek word that is translated to compel. Compel. To compel. Hallelujah. So, if we are going to see church growth, we need to learn how to compel people. Creative, com- creative ways of compelling people. Hallelujah. By all means. By what? All means. Listen, when the enemy, when the, when the children of this world are trying to get something done, they get it done by all means. Hmm? All means. I want, if they, oh my God. It's like a playboy pursuing a girl. He would do Everything he can in his power to get that girl. By what all means. Same thing, Christians, you need to learn how to do everything in your power to compel people to church. Oh yes. Why do we let the world do it? And then they are compelling us into things that we shouldn't even be doing. That could, that's, that's what happens. That's why, that's why they say that evil communication corrupts good manners. They have compelled you. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Number two. Number two key to church growth. (laughs) You're going to love this one. Biazo. (laughs) Biazo. B-I-A-Z-O. Biazo is a Greek word found in Matthew 11 that means to use force or to force one's way into a thing. This is a quality that is lacking in Christian circles. We are forceful about, listen to this, we are forceful about everything else except God's work. We are forceful about our jobs our girlfriends, our marriages, and our future. But when it comes to God's work, we become like timid mice. I'm scared. I'm scared that if I talk to him, he might think I'm a jerk. He might think I'm not cool. Listen to me, sir. Going to church is cool. It's not cool. Is it skating that is cool or bowling? Although we do all of those things. No. 
It's serving the Lord that is cool. In these last days, it's serving the Lord. Amen? It's not, it's not by white sneakers and torn jeans. That's not cool, sir. I have it too. I wear it too. But that's not cool. That is not, that's just dressing. It's, it's, fas- it's fashion um, trends. Tomorrow your children will look at your picture and say, what was wrong with daddy? Why were you dressing like that? It's not cool. Amen. I have the white sneakers. I have all of it. I will wear it. But listen, that's, that, that's not what makes me cool. What makes me cool is my passion for God. What makes you cool is your passion for God. Not the clothes you wear. Not the car you drive. Not the style of your hair. Or the color of your nails. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Serving the Lord is cool. Hey, see, I need a shirt that says, Serving the Lord is cool. And and we need some shirts going on here. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, yes. When I see commercials on, t- on television, I realize that there are groups of people who are very confident about what they have to offer. They are so confident that they boldly sing catchy songs about how good their product is. Alcohol ad- advertisers are some of the best in the business. Have you ever wondered, how many of you see how good those guys market those alcohol drinks? You see, they'll zoom into the ingredients They'll have the chill on the bottle. High definition picture. You know, and then they'll have a deep voice of a man talking. Wow. <laughs> a taste of excellence. Forged in the best times. This is what true men are made of. <laughs> And then you're wondering where are they going? And I say, Hennekin. Hey! <laughs> oh, yes. You need to let... Even those ads, even though you don't drink Hennekin, you're like, these guys are good. What? These guys are good with what they do. That is how church, that's how the, God's work should be done. With excellence. Forceful. You, you use all your creative juices in your mind and push it only what is done for God will last hallelujah we all know that beer and liquor are killers and destroyers of young people alcohol has broken up homes destroyed more marriages caused more car accidents and started war more wars and fights than anything else in the world. Yet, it is advertised and promoted constantly. Touch your neighbor and say constantly, constantly, constant. You must be constantly promoting the kingdom. Constantly. Constantly. Talking about what's going on in, in your church. Talking about what's going on in the kingdom constantly. These guys, they don't relent. You know. They don't. They are open your ads. 
Oh my. Beer is the cause of many accidents leading to deaths of countless numbers of people and yet there are many and yet there are smiling people on television telling us that is the power we need. See, like I knew. These commercials are being forced down our throats. We are being forced to believe things that are not true. Even though beer is the devil in solution, we are being compelled to believe otherwise. When I think of the forcefulness of people who want to make money at all costs, I realize that Christians have a better reason to be forceful. Why then is it that we Christians behave like lame dogs, toothless dogs, and helpless paros? I believe that the revelation of Anakazo and Biazo can change that. Biazo means to force one's way into a thing. If Christianity is going to spread, we are going to have to be a lot more forceful than we are. If the church is going to grow and expand, we have to be much more forceful than we are. Whether it is making money, spreading a false religion, or selling deadly products, the world is forceful about it. That is why this evening I'm teaching forcefully. Sir, get forceful about this thing. Say, I I have, you can say in your mind, I have five people I'm going to bring to church and, and nothing will stop me. 6 a.m. Sunday, I'm up. I'm taking my shower. 7 o'clock, I go to their room. Most of you that are in the dorms. Go and knock on their door. Wake them up. If somebody was going to take them to a party and they were sleeping, they would go and knock on their door. Wake them up. If they, especially if they said they are going to come. Most times people say, oh, I, I overslept. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll be your alarm. But if you yourself, you are oversleeping, then there's wala. <laughs> Biazo, not Piazo. B. Is a B, please. Biazo. Media team, please correct that on the screen. Biazo. B-I-A-Z-O. Hallelujah. B-I-A-Z-O. Get forceful about this thing. We have, listen, listen, sir. We have four months to go. Four months. Oh, too much for God. We have, have, have you seen the glimpse already? Yes. Have you seen the glimpse? What has happened in the past two weeks? We cannot stop now. We must double down and be much more forceful. The church must be the bubbling place in town. Yes, We're just getting started. There'll be a time we'll be having every, every day. There'll be something here for the kids, for this. Every single day. Bubbling. This is the place people want to be. Yes. Business is having meetings here. Business. Oh my. There's so much a church can do. Yes. We're just getting started. We're just doing twice a week for now. It's okay. When 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 we increase, that's that's the beautiful thing about increase. When increase comes, you have more manpower to do the things you need to do to really make a sustaining impact. Biazo, be forceful. Don't don't be don't be scared to make your stance known. Be forceful about the things of God. You're forceful about your future. You're forceful about your family. You're forceful about your children doing well in school. If you're a a mother here and your child is not doing well in school, something inside of you kicks in. 
Say, ah! I remember when I was a child. When I was in school. Hey! My gosh. I remember one day my mom came to school. I, I wasn't, I wasn't the, I wasn't an A student. Oh, not at all. I wasn't. I, but, but I had force. I, I forced myself through. I, <laughs> oh, yes. I remember one time my mom came and she was crying in school. She was like sad. I was like, oh my goodness. I said, I had to sit up. I had to sit up. No, no, no. Amen. And that, just by sheer force, my parents made sure that this one, he must do well. <laughs> Glory to God. By what force? That you can, you can force this church to grow. Just you. Just you. One person. One person set on fire. What, how many chairs do we have at 80? What's that? What are you talking about? Just get, get like, get a, a van and just pack the entire place. What are you talking about here? Hallelujah. Go for it. Be forceful. Be forceful. Don't be wishy about it. Why is it that most times when, when, when Christians talk about stuff, they're saying God will do it. God will not do it. So God will not do it. He said he has given you all things. All things that pertain to life and godliness has already been given to you. He has already given it to you. It's like waking up in the morning and saying, Lord, I want to eat Rice Krispies or cornflakes. Do it for me. Do it for me, Lord. Do it for me, Lord. Do it for me, Lord. You are faking it, sir. Fake. In fact, if, if I came to your, if you came to my house and you heard me say, see a bowl of rice and uh, rice krispies or cornflakes and milk and you saw me praying, Lord, I want to eat. Do it for me now. Let these cornflakes come into this place and let this milk jump in here. <laughs> what would you think about me? That what, no, no, tell me, what would you think about me? Say it. That is the same thing when it comes to church growth for us to be saying God will do it. We are, we are just faking it, sir. Cra- it's craziness. You'll be here for 10 years. Nothing will happen, sir. Nothing will happen. Churches are closing down every day and God is still on his throne. Attendances are dwindling. God is still on his throne. Because people will not stand up and do the work. Say, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Didn't say just pray. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Preaching takes effort. The gospel is transmitted through effort. And it's received freely. But it's transmitted through effort. Hallelujah. Be forceful about this thing, guys. Let's get this thing done. Amen. Let's get it done. We have four months to go. God has already shown us. You see what God did these past two weeks? He's, saying, he's just saying, living word, I'm watching. It's possible. Show, let me show you some proof. Let me show you some proof. We, still have, we, have, we have a capacity here for 300 people because we have a back. So what you have seen, praise God for it. We thank God for it. Now it's time to fill the back. Overflow. There are churches that have 100 plus thousand outside, not inside. Overflow is 100,000. Overflow. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three. I promised you three things. You want to see your church grow? You must learn the art of copying. Copying, copy, 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 copying somebody, copying other church that I have grown. Yes. Copy the art of copying. Yes. You know, I told, I saw my brother wearing a shirt the other day. I said, I like this. 
I said, we need to get this for this church. It was from another, it was from another ministry. I was like, I really like this. Let me know where, where that, they made that thing from. Copying. If you master the art of copying, even in your personal life, you can get to any height. Copy. Find somebody you can benchmark your life after. Find a ministry that you can benchmark after and stay for everything they do, do. If you were, listen, if you were going into new territory, okay, and you have people going in front of you, and everywhere, other places, let's say bush, like, um, you know, forest, whatever, but then you have a path, would you now go and be carrying cutlass to clear your own path, or would you follow the path that people have taken already? That is the art of copying, because to get, you're sure that it will get you to the same result. Some people have not stayed long enough to copy, copy, copy. In every department, you need to find a church that is good in that thing and copy them. Hallelujah. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. The only reason, the o- listen, listen to me. The only reason why people are not going forward most times is because they have not found a mentor. People have mentors. Churches have mentors. Businesses have mentor, mentors. Hallelujah. So when you hear me, when you hear, when I went to Pittsburgh, something entered into me. When I started listening to Pastor Doug, something entered into me. Listen, I, I'm, a, I'm a product of many copies. Oh yes. I'm a, I'm a product of many graces. Hallelujah. From Benny Hinn, to Doug Howard Mills, to Kelly Hagen, to I have learned the art of following. As a church, we must master it. Find a church or a ministry in a church that you like. If it's a music ministry, find a music ministry you like. Children's ministry, find a children's ministry you like. Is it outreach? Find a church that does it very well. And copy what they do. Now, you might, not be able, you might not be able to do everything at the scale they do, but you have, you, there's a mindset that gets into you. Listen, when I, get, when I got to Pittsburgh and I saw what God was doing in Revival Today Church, one thing I got from Jonathan Shuttlesworth is that it is possible. It is possible. It's happening in Pittsburgh. We're beginning to see trickles here in Living Word. It's hap- it will happen. God is not a racist. It's not because he's white. No. Or because I'm black. Or Bishop Redepo is black. That he has the biggest church. You say, oh, I was just going to give all the Africans big churches and I'm going to give Americans small churches. No. Or, or vice versa. No. But you learn the art of copying. First Corinthians 11 verse 1. It says, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. If you want to remain small, follow people who are small. Just follow everything they do. Just do exactly what they do. If you, want to, if you want to be successful, find successful people and copy them. If we want to grow as a church, we must find mega churches and copy what they're doing. And you will see that the same results that they are producing will be replicated here. You know? And eventually you begin to see that you begin to think alike. 
when we did our back to school Sunday, we, we did it. I didn't see it from anywhere. I just said we need to do a back to school Sunday. Pop. Before I knew what was happening, Revival Today Church in Pittsburgh, a week later they were doing what? Back to school Sunday. Same spirit. Same spirit. Yeah, they copied us. <laughs> oh, yes. You copy to a point where they also begin to copy. They say, oh, these guys have copied us so well that they have. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I was like, this is amazing. In fact, the first time I started reading this book, I had, the first sermon I preached on church growth, I had not read this book yet at that time. When I went back home, I was telling my mom, remember that mom, mom on Sunday? I was like, mom, three of the points I mentioned in my sermon are written here. Three of the points. The same spirit. We can only produce the same results. Watch it. Listen, this is the best time to be involved in this church. Because what God is about to do Prayers have been said. If it's pray, we don't pray. We don't pray. And we continue. We pray every week. But now we must put our hands to the plow and work. Work. Cop every service unit on every service unit has their own vision 300 mandates. They are running. Everybody from the choir to the uh, ushers. How can we become a five-star ushering team? How can the greatest team become the best? Where people walk in, they're like, what in the world? Did I just walk into a, uh, um, is it five seasons? What they call that hotel? Five seasons hotel? Huh? Four season hotels? The best? Huh? No, no, no. There's a, there's a hotel that's something about seasons where it's five, it's like a five-star hotel. You guys don't know it. Okay. You guys, you guys. <laughs> what? Four seasons. Okay. There you go. Four seasons hotel. Oh yeah, premium, premium service. They walk in, they're like, "Who are these greeters? Who are these ushers? They're so excellent. They just they move like the wind. They're like, welcome to church. They're so smooth. They're good at what they do. You see, they're not they're not like what what, what, what? no, they, they know what they're doing. This praise and worship team. Oh my goodness, something special about these guys. They're good. They're anointed. Something happens when they play the first note. Oh my God. My minister, I know. You can play one note and heaven falls. One, just one note. Just one. <laughs> Copy. So number one is what? Anakazo. Number two, Biazo. Number three, master the art of copying. Jump on your feet tonight. Hallelujah. <laughs> they are food, they are food, they are food. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. Turn to your neighbor and say, We are moving higher. We are moving higher, 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 higher. Oh, yes. <laughs> we are moving higher. I remember I was telling you about the things. I was telling you about the things about some of the benefits of having a big church. Some of you are here and you're, you have some prayer points. And the prayer points might be financial. There's how the church will grow. Okay? There's how the church will grow. That people, right? That people that begin to come in here because of the excellence of what we're doing become answers to your prayer. Amen? Oh, yeah. Employers, you know, you know, my mom was was telling me something about one of the big churches in Nigeria. You hear somebody come and share testimony in church. 
Praise the Lord. Last year, I was believing God for this. I was believing God for a job. And then miraculously, God just provided for the job. Is a member of that church that gave them that job. Oh, yes. Is a member of that church that gave that person. So, your testimony is in church growth. Too. Your husband, your wife is in church growth. Your next business contract is in church growth. Because you have many people. And, and there's something about people when they come to worship together, their hearts become needed together. And they want to help each other. You know, our pastor, our pastor has such a large heart. And that's why as we grow as a church, we want the best. We want, we, we want, we want him to become a mega church pastor. Because he, ha- he will have mega resources to be able to meet the needs of the, sh- the sheep as well. The flock. Hallelujah. So as your pastor is going up, don't start saying, oh, he has a new watch. He has a new this. He drives this one. He... Come on, grow up, guys. You know, but those people are not here. Amen. The people I'm talking about, no, they're not here. All of us here, we want our pastor to go from glory to glory. Amen. M- millionaire status, sir. Amen. Just imagine if pastor was a millionaire. Do you think you'd be suffering? No, you won't be. Amen. Glory to God. If, if, if I was a millionaire, do you think you'd be, some of you that, you will not be praying for anything. I'll just say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Give what's your account number. Okay. Here you go. Just begin. All you'll be doing is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands and just thank the Lord. Thank Him. Let grace be released to be forceful. Forceful. Leka poskiatala mahaya. Lembro de balakupaya. Communion, please. Celebo rombele kapaya. Lord, let grace be released for piazzo. Piazzo on every corner. Of this, of in, on campuses, on the streets. Piazzo. Sikapa Rapokos Kopalate Separatopos Kopala Hey Libaratapalatope Latopranos Biazo Borapalataya Hey Sigabalatapakopela I see God putting into your heart a new force for the kingdom of God. Thank you, Lord. That's the word. That's the word. That's the word. That's the word. Biazo. By force. Forceful growth. Hallelujah. Tonight as we take the communion, I'm believing God to release fresh grace to Biazo church growth. Oh yes. To be forceful. Forceful just the way the, the, the children of this world are forceful about the things that concern them that you too become forceful about the kingdom of God forceful 
where you take you, you don't take no for an answer 